Buckeye Talk and the latest updates on Ryan Day's beard. You're listening to the Buckeye Show. Yes, you are. Happy Thursday, friends. It's a good one here. I'm Timmy Hall. That's Devere Posey, the wide receiver and a special in-studio guest, the left tackle, Paris Johnson Jr. Now, dude, I know we all, we knew Ohio State was getting the best guys on the field last year. So you played guard and you're, you're such an athletic guy. I mean, you're, it, it's kind of cool to see you guys up close to how big these linemen are this day and age in football. He's six foot six, 310 pounds. I mean, dude, you're like, I get to see Jim Lachey from time to time too. And he's like one of the biggest guys you can see. And then there's you. So it's <laughs> insane, man. But th- tell us about, you know, playing guard last year and the transition back to tackle. Did you think that it would go this smooth for you? kind of going back to the natural position here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, going to guard last year, I mean, took a lot of time because I feel like I'm bigger than most guards are yeah. in terms of my height. You know what I mean? So I feel like in terms of having to go against the smaller defenders and, you know, weigh a lot more. So I feel like just being able to adapt in that way. But I feel like for me, I had the skill set, but it was about the mindset of like, am I going to be – a guy who wants to play tackle, but he's playing guard. Now I'm going to play sort of half in, half out. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of fun to take on that new identity that, you know, I'm going to be the right guard. I'm a right guard. I'm not a tackle. That was my mindset the whole yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So I could stay as involved and try to learn as much as I can, try to take up, you know, because for me playing a new position going into a season as a starter, every practice counts, every note I write down counted so much to me. So I had to take on the identity as a tackle. So when it was time to go back to guard, I mean, it was time to go back to tackle and like left tackle at that, I feel like I had to completely, I had to switch out of it because I didn't have a half in, half out mindset where I'm on the field after a game. Like, how do you feel? Like, oh, you know, I'm a guard, but, you know, I'm going to tackle. <laughs> like, I never had that mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? The game's yeah. going too fast for me to feel like yeah. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So. Well, hats off to you for having the ability to play multiple positions because at the next level, obviously where you're going with your ability and obviously the character issues aren't a, aren't a question. Being able to do multiple positions is important. You know, you never know. And, and best availability is being available. Best ability. Yeah, I know you, man. Availability. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, Tim. You the know whole the line has been doing that. You know what year. I mean? Yeah. yeah, so just being able to do that. But I, I wanted to ask you, just uh, being a guard and obviously having a season that C.J. Stroud had last year and then, you know, Thayer Mumford leaving and you taking over that position, like, you know, that's that's the money position, man. Like, the, you got to protect the quarterbacks. He's a right-handed quarterback. That's his blind side. Obviously, you know. The movie and everything. How? What's the pressure that goes into every week, knowing you're gonna get the Aiden Hutchinsons of the world, you know, the the best rushers, you know, on the backside. How do you prepare for different rushers? How? What What are you thinking going to each game? Um, I, 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 honestly, for me, I feel like as mu- as much as I respect the defensive ends e- each week, I feel like I know the mindset that I have and I know the time and the work that I've put in. Mm-hmm. So I try to remind my I mean, so during the week I'm I'm looking at them and trying to break them down to the point where I, I know their go to moves. You know their moves. But at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, I want them to try to p- play off me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. you said, like I'm the left tackle, I have to protect his blind side. So it's sort of I know if I do everything right myself, then I can't be beat. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you know, like on tape, you know, if there's if there's a time I'm like making a mistake, it's because it's probably 
something that I gave them. You know, like I feel like I haven't really played a defensive end that's been able to create stuff against me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's like stuff in the conversation as I have with CJ when I was first, you know, switch from, from guard to tackle. He was, he was telling me, like, you know, pride that you have to have in that position. You know what I mean? To yeah. be the leader of the line and mm-hmm. to be able to make sure, you know, he could step up and be fine. Mm-hmm. Paris Johnson Jr. is in our studio here on the Buckeye Show. So the 6 and 0 start. We were kind of chatting about this before the show, and I think everybody seems to be aligned in this town. Fan base, seemingly you guys on the team, coaching staff. The team is equipped, got all the tools to do something really special. How do you focus and go about that? I mean, you can reflect a little bit because you're at the bye week. You have a breaking point in the schedule. But what's what do you guys talking about and saying to yourselves week to week as you keep mowing these opponents down? Um, I, I feel like the like, biggest thing like, we talk about is just having toughness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, and you know, like, you know, like playing yeah. week yeah. by week after, after week and you start to get to the, the middle of the season, teams start to separate between yeah. those who are tough and who can last yeah. and those who, whether they're not taking care of their body mm-hmm. or whether they're not physically ready, you know, the team, like, they start to go, downhill yeah. you know a little you can tell bit. who's partying <laughs> exactly exactly and that's where yeah. i feel like the top you know the top teams they start to rise and they start to slowly separate because they have that toughness so i think just yeah. i feel like coach day instills a mentality of just starting from scratch each week yeah. in terms of you know we have to earn it again just because we're ohio state doesn't mean it's automatically earned yeah. anybody can be beat any week Anyway, keeping so, that same, like that training camp first, you know, that first week, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get mm-hmm. out there. Keeping that mentality as the time wears on, your body's going down. I, that's that's really important. I, I love the, you know, one and no opportunity to go, you know, four and oh, six and oh. I love that. So I just, from a receiver standpoint, I used to play in the backside. I play X. So I played in a boundary. And I got to ask you. As a left tackle, do you like when the running backs chip the DNs? Are you like, bro, I got them? Hmm. Um. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, I don't really rely on it. (laughs) Where, yeah, you know what I mean? Just because I get a signal that a chip is coming, I I don't really rely on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really cool sometimes (laughs) where I'm just on my man and I see Trey or mine just come in. Declete somebody. And just try to declete somebody. (laughs) And and it it is hilarious. It's awesome to see. You know what I mean? I I tell them in practice, like, you know. There's a time where I lock the, de- the defensive end up, mm-hmm. and they chip them, and they fall. Like, yeah. that's your pancake. I'll let you jump on top. Whoa, I'm going oh. to back up. I'm going to oh, back up. Oh, you giving up pancakes? I, if they do, if they chip them, that the knocks you down. <laughs> I said, that's, I said you, you should jump on top of them. Because yeah. imagine being a defensive end. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have mine and Travion just jumping on top. Oh, man. That would be hilarious. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Let's go with sort of a little lightning round, little rapid fire type of deal okay. with uh, Paris Johnson Jr. having a couple more minutes with us. Who is, uh, what's the one thing you're doing or thinking about when you're not playing football? Um, video games, probably most likely. Favorite game? Um, Call of Duty, probably. Gamer tag. Um, what is it? Swervo PJ. (laughs) Swervo PJ on PlayStation. That's nice. Favorite offensive lineman of all time? Um, Willie Anderson. Nice. Yep. Willie Anderson. Best pizza in Ohio. Yeah. Best pizza in Ohio. Wizard is all. 
Okay, oh yeah. This guy didn't I, say La Rosa. Oh, my Lord. La Rosa's, I know. Oh, no, the Lord. Wizard of Zaw, I've been seeing a Wizard lot of stuff. Lord. Really they good. They got a brick and mortar here? now, don't yep. they? Yeah. It's, it's here in Columbus? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Highly recommend? Yes, oh. it's really good. Okay. It's really good. The photos right. look, writing it down. look like they're on fire, Wizard man. Wizard of Zaw. You're, you're NFL team, I'm assuming. Um, I really don't. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm like, I feel like for me, I kind of follow my friends. So, you know, I follow the Bengals. Follow the Saints. I follow, follow the Jets. I just follow, and I follow the Raiders with their. Yeah. Um, honestly, I try to follow as many teams as possible just so I can call them after the game, tell them congrats, and be able to call out a certain play or something. That was really cool. Whoever calls you on Friday night in April or May, that's that's your favorite team, bro. Oh, yeah, instantly, yeah, instantly, instantly. I'll ask you this, too, because you would respect the other side. Favorite defensive end growing up? Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that, Tim. That is a great question. Yeah. Are you an LT guy, Reggie White guy? Honestly, Strahan. This is random because probably I'm, a Bosa or a Chase. When young I was guy. like yeah. little, oh, I was a defensive end, uh-huh. but I really didn't watch too many defensive ends. Have a particular one. Like when I was growing up, my favorite player to watch ever, Sean Alexander. That oh was yeah, a, man, Seattle was, Seahawks was, man. He's a yeah, dude. Know, yeah, he, yep. Yeah. Why? why? Yeah. I mean, it's like the football capital of the world. It didn't take much yeah. to understand that Ohio is one of the one of the great football states that <laughs> oh, ever man. existed. Ever. <laughs> knowing all the, all the dudes that yeah. played. We're just talking Cincinnati, but the whole state in general. It's uh, it's incredible. Oh, what is your uh, we we're just talking pizza there. Mm-hmm. Is that the favorite meal? Got something else? Favorite meal for Paris Johnson? My favorite you? meal is definitely Jeff Ruby's. Oh, that's my Ooh, that's yes. my favorite. That's that my was favorite. that was out of our budget. That's the nil budget right there. <laughs> Not now. Ooh, oh, and uh, <laughs> I, I saw I saw this week one of the new mocks has Paris Johnson Jr. thirteenth in Not the surprised. first round. That's, that's too How does that make you feel? Uh, that's really cool. I mean, I feel like this season I've been trying to avoid like looking at it because I don't know why, but I feel like subconsciously I don't want anything that. Stops my hunger from to keep going, but I mean to to hear that from you. I mean that's like really cool because I feel like you know I've I've shown a lot of great things, but I'm kind of excited because I feel like you know I have so much more that I I, I can show and I, I can put together on Saturdays. That I'm looking forward to that's do Will Allen. I got to chat with him at the national championship game 2014, a couple years before he passes away. You know, R.I.P. Will Allen. You know, defense in Ohio State, great. Will Smith. I know. I'm sorry, yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. You're good, you're I'm good. sorry. Yeah, 2006. You know, NFL champion with the Saints, and he told me he said, "Take a compliment as disrespect," and he's just basically saying, you know, you know your ability. Continue to work. When you're done playing, there'll be plenty of time to praise what you did. I love your mindset. I love your mentality, man. Keep grinding. You know, thirteenth is is too low. It's too low. Let's get that higher, man. I, I love that mindset, Paris. Man, I love talking to you, man. Congrats on your foundation. Uh, what, what's the website for your foundation um, so people can find and donate? I would love to shoot you something. ParisJohnsonJrFoundation.com. Okay, That's beautiful. That. And yeah. again, uh, we mentioned the coat drive that happened this week, but the Dream Center 38 West Greenwood Ave in Columbus is still taking them, uh, as many as you want to give. So, Please do that and go to that website for uh, some more cool things about it and other holiday giving events that will be coming up. I know uh, you'll have the thing with Town Hall, the restaurant, to help serve the homeless community coming up for Thanksgiving, so that's cool. Paris Johnson Jr., the left tackle, 
Uh, awesome season. Keep it up, man. Thanks so much for coming in. I know you got to run. Thanks for the time, buddy. Thank you for it. Go um, Bucks, man. Yeah, nice Thank job. Nice nice job from a dude who's a journalism major, and he's probably going to be on some pregame <laughs> studio shows coming up in the future when his playing days are done. We will react to everything that we just learned about our guy, Paris Johnson Jr., coming up here. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. Stickers on helmets make us happy. This is the Buckeye Show. Timmy Hall, Devere Posey. Hanging out with all you fine Buckeye fans tonight. I feel like, boy, what a what a fun show this has already been. I'm hyped up right now. We've never done that before where we would open the show and go right to a guest. But when one of the best players on the best college football team in the country has a half hour to give and... He wants to come in studio and talk some football, tell you a little bit about his foundation. You, you just say yes. You just yeah. give the give the people what they want. I figured, how could we say no to that? That would be stupid. I think that everybody that listened to this show probably enjoyed those last two segments. Paris Johnson Jr. is a cool guy, a nice dude. Even when he left right there, he was saying, I want to do it again. And so possibly in that break, in that December break, when they're getting ready for you-know-what, Hopefully when they're 13 and 0, <laughs> he can come back in here, maybe do an hour of this. Cause he was, I, I cannot tell you cause I, I obviously went that route. I did not play football. I wasn't yeah. going to be a collegiate athlete. I knew I wanted to have some kind of association with sports mm-hmm. so I could sit here with guys like you mm-hmm. one day, mm-hmm. break down the games, talk about whatever, have opinions, all that good stuff. You guys have heard some of my clips too, from the past mm-hmm. and they are bad. I mean, yeah. really bad. It astonishes me. That a a guy like Paris Johnson Jr., keep in mind, you look at him, you just don't think it. I even heard Ryan Day say something on his radio show to that effect. These guys don't look, feel, sound like 18, 19, 20-year-old no. kids. No. He just came in there, and after like five seconds, we were joking in between the first break. It was like all he had to do is get a little closer to the microphone. Yeah. And then he had that. He was He's a smooth talker. He was good. Man. I was that was very I was very impressed by that because I would have been vomiting all over myself at 19 or 20 years old. Someone opening up the studio door to where the lights are on like this and you've got stuff all over the walls and you're live on the radio and it's just go just start start doing a segment there. Start talking. Mama nice. Johnson has to be proud. Yeah, she that has was to nice. be proud. That's a sharp guy. He's sharp. I heard somebody tweet that he can speak other languages. I saw, I saw someone man. tweet that too about him speaking Mandarin. I mean, <sighs> that's cool. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's cool, man. When, when your left tackle is one of your smartest, most polished players, highest character guys, you can trust him with a cornerback blitz. You know what I mean? It's just, he's a guy that I'm excited for his foundation, excited for his future. Going to see what he's going to do in May. He's obviously posting a good season. Great stats this year. That's off the pairs, man. And you know what? Like, we saw that thing on on Pro Football Focus, the co- college version, PFF College, that said he hadn't given up a sack since his freshman season. Like, that. that's how long it's been. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about where he's going as far as the first-round draft status. And mm-hmm. when he was recruited, he was recruited as a high five-star talent. And so there's expectation that comes along with that. Yep. Josh Myers was also down from – Southwestern Ohio, right, yep. was also a big time recruit, and you start throwing around, you know, names like could be one of the you know biggest Ohio State offensive linemen recruits since Orlando Pace, and that's yeah. that's a lot to live up to. It is. He's in the process of doing that and doing it very well right now, and that's what's 
got to be so cool for him. You talk about being in that moment of your life mm-hmm. where he is every, every time they have a game, right? And even some of this off-field stuff that he's doing too, which cannot be overlooked. That's about mm-hmm. who you are as a person, and that matters too. Mm-hmm. But on the football side of it, every week he goes out, he is making his future. And yep. that has that has to be a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. At the same time, a very cool thing to realize that you've got six football games coming up to finish the regular season. Mm-hmm. And NFL scouts are starting to say certain things about you. You have that rare opportunity now to have put yourself in this position. And then you can go out there and continue to play like an absolute maniac. Yeah. And you said it like that is the, that is the transcendent type of money position to play in the league. And he is going to do great things with that. Cause he seemed like a guy who's like, Oh, I don't need a, I don't need $75 million lying around my bank account. I'm going to give some of this away to people that need it. Amazing. I mean, the thing that I love that that he spoke about was just having the mindset to stay focused and just having the mindset to continue on just, hey, I, I still have improvements. I still have time to get away. And I was ho- I was happy he got to drop his life in between football and what, what he does in his free time. I always say to me, like, gamers are some of the they don't find any trouble when you just play video games, you know? So I don't mind gamers, you know, because I don't like, mind gamers at all. Gamers yeah. are, they're going to stay out of trouble. They're going to get their rest and just, you know, his nutrition and things that he's finding out about, you know, not his nine to five, but his, you know, his 5 PM, you know, all the way to, you know, 9 AM, the next, that phase, you know, recovery, getting his sleep and eating right. And, you know, and staying focused, watching films, studying pass rush moves, I mean, he has, he's the full package. It's unbelievable, man. Full package. You know, the, I I don't know what this was, but I somehow just dropped back into the Xbox realm about three days ago. Uh-oh. You know, it just kind of, you feel the itch for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm a, I'm a 38-year-old dude, so yeah, I, I come yeah. and go with the video games. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, right, I could right. go a year and not touch it. Yeah. I have an 11-year-old son, obviously, yeah. and he's been... He's he was in. he was on me to get the Madden right when it came out. Right, right. And it's actually a really cool Madden version because they're right. honoring John and it has like a thanks coach thing when yeah. you fired up. I'm sh- I mean, I'm, millions of people play it. So yes. I'm sure that's not news to some of our listeners that play. But that it's like a bug. It's infectious. I never I never got in since I made the transition from being, you know, a PS1 player when that, I went to college, hey, the yeah. first person shooter thing, yes. it left me. I never got in on the Call of Duty, but I was like a siphon filter guy and Were a, you a James Bond 007. Yes, guy? of course, <laughs> of course. But there was another. There was another one for PlayStation. Halo? Metal Gear Solid. That was remember great. that one. That was great. That oh, was great. All time great. But ever I, since, like, I didn't get into the Call of Duty or the Halo or that that stuff. I'm not a video game guy. My son got an Xbox this year. This is how out of loop I am. I went to GameStop to buy the seat. The seat, they were like, "Sir, you 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 can buy the code online." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, well, show them how much I know about video games." But nah, man, I I don't never have any problems with gamers, man. Stay out of trouble.